You're listening to the Side Hustle Gal podcast with your hosts, Danny Fountain and Caitlin Allen. Welcome back to the Side Hustle podcast. Today we have a duo, which I'm super excited about. So we're chatting with Aaron and Trisha of Highway 3. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yes, we are so excited to do our first podcast too. Woo! <laughs> And I am Erin, and I am the older sister um, (laughs) of Highway 3, and I am a wife for 10, 11 years. I doesn't even know. (laughs) And we have four children ranging from mouthy teenagers down to a four-year-old that runs the show around here, so... (laughs) And I'm Trisha, and I'm the younger sister. That and everything seems to happen to me. What happens to her two years later, like the wrinkles on the forehead, and the, so it's like I always say, "Oh, I'm so glad I don't have the wrinkles on my forehead yet." And then two years later, it happens to me. So we'll get into that. How we're basically the same person, just two years <laughs> apart. Um, but I'm Trisha, so I'm the younger sister, and I've been married for. Gosh, I have to think about it too. Almost 13 years. And we have three boys that are 11, 8, and 6. So it's wild in my household too. So, And we've been doing this mom, mompreneur, I guess, <laughs> um, thing for a long time um, as a side hustle for many years um, and then into a full-time business now um, for the last year, full year, both of us. Yeah. So you guys did some homework and came with a full timeline. So walk us through the evolution. We've had a timeline that we've kind of honestly did to keep track for our own sand, like, cause it is a long, we'll, we'll do a quick recap, but it's kind of a long thing. And we try to like for our own sanity to keep track of it, to look back on one day. Cause it's fun. The years all just kind of go together (laughs) through this. So, um, in 2009, so 10 Mm -hmm. years ago, actually just exactly 10 years ago, um, my almost 12 year old was turning two years old. We, um, couldn't afford to have his pictures taken. I had paid a ton of money for his first um, birthday pictures. Anyways, we decided, hey, we're creative. Let's pick up a camera. It was a point and shoot Kodak or something. Anyways, took his pictures, posted on Facebook, the early days of Facebook, um, and posted them. People wanted us to take their pictures. So long story short, we turned it into our first side hustle. Um, first has a, at the time, and I have to try to think, I'm not sure. I think we were both working at the bank probably. Yeah. So we've worked uh, basically desk jobs at a bank um, normally. That's like, and not even what we went to school for really. So that's even crazier. So, but that's just how life works. It's like, you don't know what you want to do till your thirties, the way we feel sometimes, but we were a little younger then. Yeah, we were a lot younger then, but, <laughs> but so we were working like a desk job when that happened. So we started taking photos on the side just for friends and family. And then people were like, Oh, well, you did that for me. So we turned that into our first business, which we called NV photo, which was oh, our last name. Newton and Van. Really original. Yeah, super original. But <laughs> it, it worked and, and we did that. So, you know, we literally bought, we finally did a first investment of like a $400 camera, I think. And, um, and we studied a lot of stuff, did a lot of classes. All self-taught from YouTube books before the 
YouTube evolution, <laughs> really just buying DSLR for dummies and all that. Um, but we actually, so then we turned it into like a real business, but it was so done on our nights and weekends, like every night, every, like we tried to finally get it down to like two nights a week. So we weren't completely because we were having to rely on husbands and babysitters. And at the time, like I had very young children, so I had like babies and it was very difficult. So to do that side hustle, that was like rough. <laughs> but what we did, we didn't save or we didn't spend any of that money. Um, we used it. Basically, we weren't sure what we were saving it for. <laughs> just we're like, this is just extra money. So for maybe a vacation or whatever, and just put it away. And um, basically, we saved enough money over a couple of years. And we decided we were quitting our day jobs. This was the first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first time you quit your day jobs. <laughs> yeah. So we actually took all the money that we had saved from our photo business, continued doing our photo business and opened a um, kids and baby boutique in our small town, which you'll, we'll get into the story that it was, a, you know, it was a mistake, but we call it a learning mistake, right? So we had seen this baby boutique that we loved in Texas. And it was like, oh my gosh, that's like our dream to do that. Like, how cool would that be to have that in our store or in our town? And it was very modern and bright and fun. And so we did that. Um, and that, you know, it worked. We only, how long were we even open? Like, uh, almost think, 18 months. Yeah, like 18 but months. But we did that's a lot of good. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't too bad, but our main, our main seller was our personalization. Like our, we did onesies, we did signs for nursery ornaments, um, lots of just personalization. And at the time, everything was coming from Facebook. All of the traffic was people ordering on Facebook. And so like, just put your brain to work and be like, okay, well, why are we paying all this overhead when everything, people are only coming in the store to pick up their goods. So, and at this time we were not making good money because this was no longer a side hustle at that time. I mean, we were paying ourselves very little and not making good money and it wasn't profitable obviously. And so we, we did, we like to say we did an arts and crafts fair where we were like, this is like, we worked really hard to make all these cool signs. And this was, like a little before like boy mom was really popular, you know, it was like not even heard of really then. And we did all this stuff and we worked really hard and we're like, if we go to this arts and crafts fair and it fails, we are closing our store. We are done because we are like exhausted. And we did not do well. <laughs> oh, God. So we shut the, shut the doors. So we shut the doors and decided to go back to just doing photos. Um, and, and doing the onesies and stuff out of our houses instead of having the big open store. So we continued to do Envy Photo and over the next few years, but we did finally um, go back to work basically. So I decided to go back to work when an opportunity came and I was like, well, okay, I'll go back to the steady income because I mean, here I'm just scraping by on this photo money. It's not. And at that, we were also doing onesies and t-shirts and you name it. I mean, even like not even just for our creative side, we were doing boring t-shirts, like promotional t-shirts for this business party. Like, you know, nothing fun, just stuff to, to pay the bills. You know, we weren't doing anything fun. It was just, and at that time we were also doing, I was selling real estate, flipping houses, 
Just we were hustling. We, we like to call that hustling. <laughs> we did a little bit of it all. So she went back to work full time, and I actually was doing all the t-shirts. So then I I stayed home and did the t-shirts and on my own basically, and then we continued to do the photos together, which we did really well um, with that. Um, it just wasn't enough for two people to have, and in our area, like you can't charge very much. It, we. It's just not, you can't charge as much as you needed to live off of. So, um, and then basically we, let's see, where are we? The, after we went back to the day job. So I was pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. So I was designing my son's um, nursery. He's four now. And I like really modern, bold lettering. Um colors like his room is black and white stripes. His bedding was, you know, lime green and orange. And so all these um, really bright colors and kind of like, I guess, Ikea type is my style. Um, but we could not find, and he has a different name. And so I really wanted to, or a unique name. And so I really wanted something to um, show that in his nursery. And we searched high and low. We Googled everywhere. We're like, we just could not find anything. And so we just decided to take our Photoshop skills um, from our photography and stuff and our graphic design. And we've made invitations and all that. So self-taught. And so Trisha actually, he was born in October of um, 14. 14. And for Christmas that year, she had she surprised me with a blanket with his name on it, um, and it the what, modern repeat design that we now that we now have. Um, so at Christmas, I took a picture of him, this little itty bitty baby on the blanket, and posted it, and it just got a lot of feedback. And they were the number one question was, "Where did you get that?" And we're like, "Well, we made it, I, or we had it made. We designed it, and we had it made." And for some, a light bulb just went off. And it's like, when the people come, you make it available. And that's what we've always done, honestly. So so for the next year, we, well, I mean, it took us a full year. So we spent basically finding out, basically, this was in the first part of the on-demand world. We didn't even know that word existed. Like, we were typing in, like, you know, like one-offs or how to get one blanket printed. And, and I was originally like looking at like Zazzle and I'm like, okay, that's not going to work. I'm not like, I ordered the original one from somewhere like that. I'm like, I can't do that to create a business. So I've got to have, it's got to be something. So we just search and search and search and research and finally found like on-demand production. Um, and then we, it took us a full year to work out kinks and do all this stuff. And then we finally launched design our products. website. Yeah. Design products, do all this stuff. And we finally, uh, launched our website in December of 2015. So exactly a year after I printed the first blanket for her son's nursery. Um, let's see. So that was pretty much, we didn't push much advertising right away. We were just like, okay, we'll just wing this website and see how it goes. And at this time we're still working day, day jobs plus extra jobs and hustling in all kinds of every ways. I, we never really thought, I don't know. I never really thought probably like, Oh, this is going to take off. It's just like, this is going to be extra money is my thought process, I guess, at the time. So one of the things she, Trisha is a kind of a reality show <laughs> blog stalker or used to be, <laughs> used to be more blog stalker it blog. because it, it was, was blog Facebook then. and Instagram. And when you're working at a bank, it's 
kind of boring days sometimes and you might just sit there and read read about other people's lives on their blogs and one of these was the um, Busby family and they were having the first girl set of quintuplets in the United States and this is before we knew they were going to be on TLC yeah they didn't have a show or anything um and but they had a P.O. box on their Facebook page or on their blog and so we decided after the girls were born, we packaged up a package of blankets and just sent them blindly with a nice note and said, "Hey, we're we're trying, we're building a business. We would love it, you know, if you could like they probably had thirty thousand followers on Facebook. I was like, hey, if you could just post for us, we would love it. And you know, I was like, who knows? They may never ever post anything. It may just be a waste. But I was like, okay, it might be worth it because I was like, you know, the Instagram." world is you just never know but if one little shout out could make your business you know so sure enough she got the stuff and she posted for us a great picture of all five babies on facebook with a discount quote code i think and that was like the first time we heard our little shopify ding like that our business was making money and we're like oh my gosh and not not nearly what you think it was doing i think there's probably maybe 20 Oh yeah, we probably had like twenty, 20 orders. We probably had like twenty <laughs> but orders. That was like day. the jackpot at that point. Yeah, so we were pumped. So little little wins along the way, right? Um, and and so, might I add too that with that, like we only start with like one follower on Instagram. You know, you know how you that start is. With it was like one. Start was like so excited bottom. to get one hundred followers. So excited to get two hundred followers, and it just you know it, obviously it builds like that. So that was when it first started. And then the next six months, we slowly just continued to grow our company while we still were working at the bank, selling real estate. She doing part of the business, me doing part. It was just like extra. And we still didn't know what it would do. Um, but we did. Or what we were doing. Yeah, or what we were doing. We just research, we researched, research, research. I've never, like, I think that's kind of, we're problem solvers. So you just kind of, read, 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 watch what other people are doing and just research more and make it happen. So to summarize up the last, then we just basically continued to grow our company. Um, We had another, like not even an influencer, but another business shared for us, which gave us our huge jump in 2017 of sales, which was really great in the holiday season. And then that pushed us into 2017. So that was 16, I guess. Sorry. 17, we started out the year, we're like, okay, we want to try a paid influencer. Like, we were like, I don't know, you know, it's like one of those things you don't know if it's And this work. is still, we haven't paid ourselves anything out of this business. Yeah, this so. is just too little, but we made, we had a nice little chunk there from that holiday rush that we had. So we're like, okay, we're going to pay this celebrity this X amount of dollars and do this. And that was like our first, like, yes, yes, like watching the sales roll. I mean, our second one after the Busby's, but... Um, and it did really well. And from then we were, after we did that one, then it was just pretty much steady out of there, just steady growth, basically. Up Going until, into the fourth quarter. Yeah. And then that was 17. I mean, and we'll just, just say we grown. weren't prepared for, uh, yeah, we, for the holiday rush. It was our first time and it was overwhelming. Um, we made it through. We even in that when we had to cancel a vacation, we canceled a vacation to Nashville because we're like, we cannot leave. Like we're working long, even days. though we can work from anywhere. But so, and we still people. hadn't, I, we were still working our day jobs. We were still doing photography even. Yeah. We were still doing everything. We were doing a bunch of stuff. 
and working extra after work. And it just was a long process. But anyway, so then finally about a year ago, we decided we slowly quit doing photos. And then about a year ago, I finally actually quit my day job at the bank and we went full time together, ready to scale our business after it's grown, you know, with great basically we've doubled, doubled sales, triple, yeah, tripled every sales every year in the last four years. And so now um, we finally are paying ourselves and now it's no longer the side hustle. So, and we've quit doing a lot of the other extra side hustles. So now we're just trying to grow our business, um, maintain it, but, um, but grow it as much as we can and add to our team. So now we have people working with us and for us and it's awesome. So that's pretty much us in a nutshell, our business. I hope it wasn't too long. Uh, <laughs> no, this was, this was awesome. I've got to ask 10 years, sisters, business partners like to be frank multiple failed businesses one really successful hair pulling out business how do you how do you work together like how do you make it work I think it's it's kind of funny because no one like they're like I can never work with my sister like all the time but we feel like we complement each other pretty well we're different personalities even though we finish each other's sentences it's and we look alike. <laughs> we are completely um, different personalities, and where and I really feel like that is probably a benefit to us because where she might freak out over something that's maybe minuscule to me, um, I We're, can be like, "It's fine, like it's okay." And, and then I'm the celebrity soccer, and she's not. So I mean, you know, it works out like. <laughs> I'm the one following the reality in the beginning for sure. I was, you know, and I still am more of the social media manager and she's more of the, she likes numbers and spreadsheets and I'm like, okay. Artwork. I she's kind of the, my, she's the manager. She, like <laughs> she, we tease that she's the boss because she, but you know, for all these years I was still working a full, a full day job. And so like I didn't have as much time to put into it as she did. And so she was doing, the majority of the work then for sure. But I feel like we've always over the 10 years, honestly, yeah. we don't really, I mean, we don't have fights or anything, honestly. And everything's pretty, our families are together all, all the time. time. We're together. It seems like all the time. I mean, we do get some breaks, but I don't know. It's just kind of, it's kind I of all lucky ones. Probably. Yeah. Because, but one thing we do say is that we do like in these journeys of entrepreneurship, it, it always has been nice to bounce ideas off of each other. And so that's one thing that we tell people is always have somebody that even if they're not in your business, like totally like even another entrepreneur that you can be like, what do you think about this? Or like just those kinds of things that we have daily conversations about. Um, and because it's kind of, I mean, it would be so overwhelming to tackle all of this on your own without any uh, anybody else. So we feel like that's kind of one thing that we tell people, like find someone that even that's on the internet or, you know, down the street that you really um, can connect with on a business level and, or is a successful business person themselves and maybe a little bit different personality than yourself. 
So. That's so smart. Leaning on each other's resources and each other's skills. And I mean, speaking of that, it was your celebrity stalking that <laughs> helped you hey. helped you yeah. get it out there. So since then, for folks that don't know in the in the audience, you've had a ton of good press. The Today Show, People, MTV, Pop Sugar, E. You can go to their website and see all of this amazing press. Has it all come from your celebrity stalking? Do you have a strategy now? Well, I mean, obviously a lot of it, you know, I I mean, a lot of it is from paid influencers, you know, and we haven't done a ton anymore, but that is kind of how we got the start in our business. Um, You know, there are some where we've sent blindly to people and, and we've gotten results out of that. And obviously we are super grateful for the Busby family. I mean, they are awesome. And, it's like one of the number one questions they get asked about their show. Because now they have a TLC show. So. Yeah. I mean, they're, it's where did you get the blanket? So they have been amazing. And I mean, they've never asked for anything. They're just downright great people. And so like, we got lucky with that one. That was the first celebrity stalking that I did. And, and you know. I, but I'm really, trying, some of the other stuff. It's just that. like the, well, even today's show and stuff, it's just like pushing forward. Like we never sit back. Like I'm always like, okay, let's email to try to get on this show. Let's email to like try to get on this show. We're sending applications in to Random different things. places all the time. And, you know, you just put, put it out there and they might just like this. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, are, you know, I mean, I, it's, uh, you just have to keep, we always tell people like never be like complacent and where you are, no matter in your business, if you're, you know, if you've made all the money you want to make, I mean, I guess that's great. But, <laughs> you know, I think there's always room for, for, for growth. And that's something that we've always done is we always have, we try to stay a step ahead, even though we always feel like we're 10 steps behind probably. Um, but always just going and searching for another outlet, another. Um, so basically we've kind of just, I don't know, like, our own PR. <laughs> yeah, basically we've been our own PR and, and, you know, we've looked in, I mean, we would like a PR and <laughs> I mean, it is, it is tough sometimes. And, you know, we've learned a lot along the way in those PR situations where we feel like here we are the little small town girls that don't know what we're doing. We've ran into that a few times and we've messed up a few things that we wish we would have had in the contract different, um, you know, and learned our lessons on those things. But so we've been kind of apprehensive to go that direction again, um, because that was in that was in the very beginning. And honestly, like, I don't know, I just so I guess it's like buyer beware if you know, if it's too good to be true, it probably is like, so you know, those ads come across, I'm sure we'll have all kinds of ads coming across to Facebook just for speaking like this. But, um, you know, it's just don't do your research, I guess is what we're trying to say. Don't think it's all, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. So. Yeah. I, I wanted to acknowledge that your shop is actually, it seems pretty big. Like it encompasses a lot of different things, but the design is pretty consistent throughout it. And especially with a shop like this, how have you guys stayed like, there's been so many pivots that you guys could say, Hey, this design has worked for this person. That design has worked for that person. How have you guys stayed in that, you know, one to two, I guess I've seen what three designs, like the repeating one, the one that says the ands. Um, how have you guys 
decided to stick with just those certain ones. Well, we say like stick where the stick, stick where the money is, I guess. Stick where it works, <laughs> I mean, number one. But two, we also don't want to be we aren't gonna be copycats. Yes, there are a lot of similar items to ours, and you will find similar items to ours. And and that is fine, but we I mean from the beginning, you know, it was we just wanted to, we love the design and that's what we've always ran with. And so now looking forward, anytime we design anything, we, we try to keep the same concept in line. Like we're getting ready to do a new beach towel collection and we've been sitting them out, like staring at all. I'm like, okay, that doesn't really fit our vibe. You know, so we are trying to stick to our brand. Like, does that look like highway three? Cause now we're getting to be where things are recognized. Like if you're scrolling Instagram and you're looking at personalized blankets, if you search the hashtag personalized blankets and you scroll, like I've done this a few times, or have my husband do it and he could like pick out like y- you can usually tell i mean there might be a few that like you know there could be some things but we wanted to be able to like oh that's highway three and we have a lot of friends especially with the celebrity stuff like i wouldn't even have known they were on a few shows because i i don't watch everything and so and they don't tag you or tell you that you're going to be on this stuff and so we'll have friends sending a snapchat oh i just saw your blankets on mtv you know so that is neat um but Basically, I think as long as we stick to our brand is what we, we feel. It has to yeah. go with our brand, which so is all like, similar. And we, so basically kind of our design vibe, um, our houses are very, I guess, simple, modern, um, simple, clean lines, Bright and colors. always a pop of color. So, you know, we might have a teal couch or have a, um, you know, like I said, my son's black and white um, striped wall. And then you put, I have like a cobalt blue antique dresser that I painted. Um, so always just kind of that. And so we use that um, as, I guess, kind of an inspiration to the blanket. So it's not an eyesore um, and you can see what it says. Um, it's, it can go in your living room. We do a lot of like last names. I have our last name one just, you know, on the sofa for whoever to use. Um, and then all the kids have them in their bedrooms and no matter what it from babies to, I have 16 year olds and they, I mean, they haul them everywhere. I mean, they're taking them on the school bus. They're taking them, I mean, everywhere. And then you go to our kids baseball tournaments and the grandmas have their, you know, their blankets there too. And so it's kind of, it's kind of surreal that it's actually taken off like that in that simple design, uh, just a text design. Um, so, and we know that it's out, like we know that it's easily like people can copy it, whatever. So that's why we're really focusing now on the branding side of it. Um, and, you know, making it ours, making people want to, um, you know, purchase actually a highway three. Oh yeah. That's, I mean, it's not a simple design. I hope like people the design. Um, cause I mean, it's gorgeous and I'm probably going to order one <laughs> after this. So, but I guess to wrap up, um, what is some advice you would give to product shop owners as they, um, you know, start reaching out to influencers or start thinking, oh, maybe I should sell more instead of uh, sticking to like one design. What would, what would you say? Well, I say as far as the influencers go, so there's so many like influencers, well, like non-paid influencers. And you can start with those. I would start small. 
I would find the ones that are non-paid or little, I mean, and you can do that without having to go through an agent. I mean, you just go comment on their Instagram, watch If you watch, if you're followers of them, which is like the Busby's, I was a fan. Like I followed their Facebook. I watched them. I enjoyed them. And I was actually, I was actually genuinely interested. And create a relationship with those people that you follow. And then start from that. And then you can, um, do that. And then once I feel like you, we talked about this earlier, like having a product that actually can make you a pretty good profit margin is also a key element there. Um, especially when you get into the celebrity. Cause you have to have, if you don't, cause they are expensive. And once you get to that big and yes, they might get you a lot of followers and you might have a lot of sales, but if you're not making a profit, is it worth it? You know, it's got to be. So it's just, it depends on what you're going for as to what you, you know, And in our case, it's always been, we just, the, what the people that we have and our followers currently always, I mean, most people, I mean, you know, the majority love our products and we always were like, if we could just get it out to be seen by more people. And so that's where we always went to our influencers and just pushed it as much. But it's always never been really through a PR company. You know, a lot of the celebrities we've worked with have a PR person and that's who we would contact. But a lot of them are just, we send them a message and you might get lucky or you send blind packages and you get lucky and you become a, you're just a good celebrity stalker. So. <laughs> I love that so much. (laughs) So to wrap up here, you've given some kick-ass advice. I mean, 10 years of entrepreneurship is crazy. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's crazy. (laughs) Tell us where to stalk you on the internet. Tell us where to buy your blankets. And um, we'll close up. uh, Instagram, we are at shophighway3. Um, and then on Facebook, it's just highway three. Um, but the link is Facebook slash, um, shop highway three. Yeah. It gets kind of confusing. Yeah. So shop <laughs> highway three or highway, Google highway three. If you, if you really have any trouble, highway three. it's shop is where you can buy the blankets. Amazing. Thank you so much for hanging Thank out. Thank you today. guys. No Thanks awesome. for having us. We appreciate it.